on this episode of Why Watch That. Now, first of all, the episodes last around a half an hour. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, India. Thank you, Terror. Remember that? Yes, thank you, Disillusionist. Um, oh, Disillusionist, that's right. That's right. And at the end of that course, thank yeah. you, Silence. <laughs> yes. I could do Donald Glover in Atlanta and it would still be fine. There would be no problem <laughs> in the show. No one would care. No one would miss me at all. I cannot, however, go in and do Larry David. Uh, <laughs> They would, it would, I mean, I could, but it would not be the same kind of show. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't. I've actually so, never had the chocolate cheesecake. From, it from is a lot. I can imagine. Like you, you would probably eat about two or three bites and be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. Like you, not some other. Mm-hmm. So for this category, <laughs> it's easy to play I'm drugged out and all of that other It's really easy. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, what? Like, it's so easy to do that. (laughs) It's just so easy. It is not difficult. I know Gen Zers are going, oh my God, who cancel him? Oh, (laughs) what is he talking about? It's the greatest thing ever. It's so deep and you, you old people don't understand. Yes, we do. Welcome to Why Watch That, your guide to the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. We're on a quest to go from channel to channel, platform to platform, and festival to festival to help you figure out what you want to watch. We do all the work so you don't have to. So get ready for some unexpectedly candid and entertaining reviews that will help you answer the ultimate question, Why Watch That? All right, we're back with another episode of Why Watch That. I'm Brandy, the producer, joined by... Chauncey, the critic. Yes, indeed. Well, that's and what they say. That's what they say. That's what they call you in the streets. Um, and <laughs> yes, and so we're going to get into this episode. We're going to have um, a conversation about a show, and then we're going to do something a little fun. Um, so let's start with... Oh, guess what? If you don't know, we're actually on video. What does that mean? It means that you can actually see the people behind the sound. So if you're listening to us on one of the audio platforms and you want to see where these voices are coming from, head over to Why Watch That. Um, Actually, head over to YouTube, the Why Watch That channel, which is YouTube. what is it? It's YouTube. Forward slash. Just search for Why Watch That. Why Watch That. <laughs> you can do that too. Yeah, it'll say Why Watch That Radio. Or go, like you were saying, producer, go to whywatchthat.com. Yeah. It's there in the post. That's true. That too. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So let's hop into this episode. We got our good um, TV series premiere by the name of The Resort, um, brought to us by Peacock. So, critic, tell us what this is about. Um, 
who should be watching us yeah and the first three episodes uh have premiered uh the fourth is about to come out um but we haven't seen that yet so we'll talk about the first three now here's how it starts nothing seems to be going right for noah and emma mm. now who is playing noah and emma noah is played by william jackson harper emma is played by Kristen miloti or miloti i should say and uh this is co-created by andy sierra and uh you know sam esmail and so on and so forth so nothing's going wrong or going right i should say for them They've traveled all the way to a resort in Mexico to celebrate their 10-year anniversary, which marks, according to the person who greets them at the resort, the puberty of their marriage. La pubertad del matrimonio. Mm. And just like many in puberty, while they might seem like a pleasant couple at times, they're really distant and awkward. Mm. Well, he's pleasant with her in an oblivious sort of way. She's quietly and passive aggressively fed up with him. But things are about to change because after she tumbles down a hill, yes, down a hill mm -hmm. during an excursion, she lands next to an old flip phone. Remember those? A yeah, flip phone. phone. They're coming back. Are they? They are. There's, there's like a throwback to flip phones. They're like smart flip phones or some weird thing. But yeah, they're coming back. Is this some Gen Z thing? Of course, everything old is new. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like they like they want the corded earbuds or whatever or headphones now or something in that back. Yeah, I support it. Anyway, so <laughs> this old flip phone—it's not a smart flip phone. <laughs> it catches her eye. Mm -hmm. Now, keep in mind, it is now. This is present time, and she mm -hmm. finds this flip phone. So she then becomes more interested in the phone than in her husband, who's busy being friendly with another married couple. As a result, after flipping through the pictures on the phone of a young college-age guy she's never met, she decides to visit where he took the pictures. But when she arrives at this mystery dude's resort, she's told that people died in there. It mm. certainly looks like worse than that occurred from the outside. Now, of course, this doesn't stop Emma. Instead, it makes her more curious. And after a quick computer search, she discovers that this dude might have been the victim of foul play. Mm. The problem is, producer, that a hurricane at his resort washed away critical evidence. Mm. And I'll stop right there because there's a whole lot more to the story that you should discover as you watch it. Mm hmm Regardless, someone's got to get to the bottom of all this, right? And that someone is Emma. But what about Noah? If Emma ropes him into searching for a possibly murdered guy, among others, who've been missing for 15 years, hmm. what will Noah and Emma discover? And will their pursuit of the truth rekindle the flame of their marriage or end it? Or alternatively, will it end them and it along with them? Hmm. Okay, review time. That was kind of fun, wasn't it, producer? Yeah, that seems interesting. Yeah. Now, first of all, the episodes last around a half an hour. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Thank you, India. Thank you, Tara. 
Remember that? Yes, thank you, Disillusionist. Um, oh, Disillusionist, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and at the end of that chorus, thank yeah. you, Silence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but here's the thing. To me, this show comes down to meeting expectations. When you combine Will and Kristen and Sam Esmail, you expect some sort of maze-like and possibly comedic journey to the truth that ends in the unexpected. Right. If you put all three of them together, the question is, will they meet those expectations and create an entertaining and cohesive whole? Will the Esmalian complications begin when we see the missing dude, his parents and his girlfriend via the first of many flashbacks? The show opens up in that moment, but without Esmail's now characteristic darkness. And the main actors during the flashback scenes including Dylan Baker, of all people, and his real-life wife, Becky Ann ba Baker, who plays his wife in the show, mm -hmm. they suggest that a lot is going to happen on that end. I actually perked up for the first time when they popped up on the screen. Mm -hmm. And then Nick Offerman shows up later on. So the layers will build and build, of course, which is what we expect from Esmail. Plus the energy of the first flashback lended urgency to the sub subsequent scenes between Will and Kristen. Mm -hmm. So you can toss any expectations of laugh out loud comedy from them. While there are some things that are comedic in intent, that's not the reason to watch this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not that funny anyway, even when it tries to be. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Let, okay, move it along. Mm -hmm. Instead, what you get is the beginnings of an intriguing mystery that's appropriately light on its feet for summer viewing. Mm -hmm. They release this at the right time. So the question is, will it stay that way? Also in the end, how will it compare to The White Lotus, mm -hmm. another recent resort show, which managed to be funny and intriguing at the same time? Now, so far, they're not nearly as consistent as The White Lotus. The flashbacks, to me, are much more interesting than the search for the truth in the present time, because there's something to discover in those flashbacks. Mm -hmm. But they still have a chance to craft satisfying summer entertainment, given not only the cast and Esmail, but also co-creator Andy Sierra that I mentioned before. He wrote Hulu's Palm Springs, which also starred Kristen, along with director and executive producer Ben Sinclair of High Maintenance fame. Mm -hmm. I would say after the first three episodes, it's good enough to keep watching, especially if you're in the mood for a light potential murder mystery mm -hmm. with dual timelines. Mm -hmm. Now, in comparison to Only Murders in the Building, another show about potential murders, I prefer this because the moments land better here. Okay. Are you going to check this out, producer, the result? I'll check it out. Mm -hmm. Do you have a Peacock uh, subscription? I think I may have access to one. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell these viewers and listeners what they also have access to. What's up next? <laughs> Oh my goodness. So if you guys have been heard, um we're on Buy Me a Coffee. Now, what is Buy Me a Coffee? Buy Me a Coffee is your opportunity to support the work that we do here at Why Watch That. Um, and guess what? Even though Critic doesn't drink coffee, he will use your support dollars to buy himself a tea or maybe some potatoes. Um, so if you want to head over to <laughs> buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that and support our show, we would thoroughly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I have had coffee though before in my life. Oh, 
Yeah. That's not your thing. No, I don't need it. Yeah. Black or don't mind it though. Some type of cream. Cream? Cream or just black. What's next? You know I'm not putting any cream <laughs> in, in, in no coffee. I mean, come on now. You know, that's how you how you do it. Make it make it light. Sweet. But if light. you want to buy us a coffee and some cream, go ahead. Oh, there we go. <laughs> 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 So I know we might be a little, a little behind the trend. You know, we here at Wild Watch that like to do things our way, and so we thought it would be kind of fun to uh, about a month later discuss the Emmys. But we're not going to talk about um, the Emmy nominations. That is, we're not going to talk about like we're not going to run through the Emmy nominations. We're sure you've seen it somewhere um, online already. But what we want to do is chat through. Um, kind of who we feel or who the cool critic feels um, should or maybe should not have been in the category. So we're going to kick that off with the supporting actress in a limited series or movie category. Yes. And um, just so everyone knows, we will have a link in our description to the full list. We'll also give you the abbreviated list we're using here. Cause like the producer said, we're not going through every single thing. And after the Emmys, we will come back with a reaction. And then I will tell you whether I agree or not. I'm not going to tell you who I think should win. Mm-hmm. Let's save that. All so right. just as the producer said, who should be here? Who shouldn't? Now the nominees for this category, as you said, producer supporting actress in a limited series or movie. Connie Britton. From The White Lotus. Jennifer Coolidge. The White Lotus. Alexandria Daddario. The good old White Lotus. Caitlin Deaver. Dopesick. Uh-oh. Not The White Lotus? No. <laughs> Natasha Rothwell. It's back. The White Lotus. Cindy Sweeney. From The White Lotus. And Mayor Winningham. Dopesick. I don't mind this category. I will be honest with you. Even uh, what five nominations from the White Lotus. <laughs> part of it is it's limited series or movie, mm. so that's a small a set of uh, inventory they can pull from. And the White Lotus, they all did very well. Mm-hmm. They really did. I don't mind that at all. Um, what I would say though is from the staircase. On HBO Max, they might have been able to sneak in a supporting actress nomination from that cast. Mm-hmm. I do think they could have. Um, and to do that, who would I pull out if I had to pull out one? Mm, probably Mayor. And I love Mayor Winningham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, no, probably one of the White Lotuses, to be fair. Hmm. And uh, who it would be, it would be between Alexandra. And Sydney, actually. Mm-hmm. But I think they were all, they all did well. So I'm fine with that category. What about the next one? Oh, all right. So next up, we have supporting actor in a limited series or movie. Murray Bartlett. <laughs> the White Lotus. Jake Lacey. <laughs> the White Lotus. Will Poulter. Dopesick. Seth Rogen. Pam and Tommy. Peter Sarsgaard. Dopesick. Michael Stuhlbarg. Dope sick. And Steve Zahn. The White Lotus. Hmm. So. There is one glaring omission. And it is unforgivable. Oh, goodness. 
Okay. So if we come to Gaslit, G. Gordon Liddy in that show, played by Shay Wiggum, he should be nominated definitely. No question. Mm. None. <laughs> if anything is nominated from Gaslit, it should be him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So who doesn't need to be here? <laughs> you know, the White Lotus people, they did a good job again. Seth Rogen, I didn't mind of what I saw in Pam and Tommy. It is the kind of role that's for him. Um, so I would have to go to the dope sick people. Take mm-hmm. your pick. Mm, okay. Yeah. This, I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Shay Wickham is G. Gordon Liddy. It, one of the best performances in that time period for this nomination mm-hmm. eligibility, which uh, is like from June 1st of 2021 to May 31st of this year. That's mm-hmm. the eligibility period. Whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Just wa- I mean, just go watch it. You tell me. Mm. When he kicks that thing off of the wall. <laughs> Even when he talks to his son, like, you know, like, okay, whatever. What's that? Just playing a real person like that adds to the difficulty. Yeah. Whatever, y'all. All right. Next category, um, lead actor in a limited series or movie. Colin Firth. The Staircase. Andrew Garfield. Under the Banner of Heaven. Oscar Isaac. Scenes from a Marriage. Michael Keaton. Dope Sick. Himesh Patel. Station Eleven. A surprise inclusion there. And mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan. Pam and Tommy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind this too much. Mm-hmm. However, a very British scandal was locked out of the acting here, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Paul Bettany could certainly be nominated. I don't see why not along with Claire Foy in the next category we're going to talk about. Um, kind of weird. I Oscar Isaac, I love. I think he's a wonderful actor. Scenes from a Marriage to me is like going to acting class. Literally like sitting in an acting class and watching a scene that's not ready yet get worked on. Oh. That's how I felt. Felt like I was watching him and Jessica Chastain at Juilliard where they met and became friends and were in class together. Mm. Feels like I would see them do this in Juilliard and be like, oh, okay, that was, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, is this something that you want to click on and watch? Yeah. Mm. Plus it's rough stuff. And mm. like Himesh, I'm glad he's here. Should he be here over Paul Bettany? I don't think so. Um, Colin Firth certainly should be. Andrew Garfield is good. Like, you know, I, I don't hate what they've done here. I understand it. I just think that the Television Academy, these voters for the Emmy nominations, just like when it comes to any other voting body outside of critics, they need to watch more. Mm-hmm. They don't watch enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's next? They, they too busy on like Twitter and going, oh, this is what the Twitter conversation is. Let me go watch this. Mm-hmm. Pathetic. Mm-hmm. What's next? Lead actress in a limited series or movie. Tony Collette. The Staircase. Julia Garner. Inventing Anna. Lily James. 
Pam and Tommy. Sarah Paulson. Impeachment, American Crime Story. Margaret Qualley. Maid. And Amanda Seyfried. The Dropout. I said that Claire should be in here for a very British scandal. Um, Also, for these two categories, just to come back to it, Gaslit, um, Sean Penn wasn't nominated in Lead Actor. I kind of get it. Not that Sean was bad. He did his job. He just wasn't special. A lot of it was the prosthetics, and they were nominated for that. That added to the character. He did his job, but it wasn't special. Julia Roberts, however, that is her show. Do I think she should be nominated? Yeah. Uh, Who would I take out? Julia Garner for Inventing Anna. Mm. Why is that nominated? (laughs) Julia is a wonderful actor. Really is. Why are you nominating this? It's a strange dialect, and we all know who the real person is. It's just distracting in the show. The show isn't that good. It's not that interesting. She's not bad, but why is she nominated over a Julia Roberts? Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Now, the rest of them, I get a little more. I mm-hmm. really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, I would pull out Julia and put in Claire if I had my druthers or uh, Julia Roberts. Just switch the last name. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if that's the case, who else would I pull out if I were to include both Julia Roberts and Claire Foy? That's a good question. Um, Probably Margaret Qualley for me. Probably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know people, some people were really into that show. Didn't do it for me. Mm -hmm. And this is one of these things where it's, oh, look at the subject matter. No. No. (laughs) No. Not going to do that. (sighs) But Margaret's not bad. Like, you know, not bad. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, so next up is limited series. Dope Sick. From Hulu. The Dropout. From Hulu. Inventing Anna. From Netflix. Pam and Tommy. From Hulu. And The White Lotus, of course. From HBO. Yeah. Um, Pam and Tommy is not that good. Mm-hmm. The dropout is fine. Inventing Anna is not. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, just watching it, it's like, why am I watching this? Mm-hmm. If it's Shonda Rhimes, what we want is outrageous, outlandish, like go for it, fun, breezy. And when Shonda does it well, it's done well. This is just like, I mean, you stretch the story out. It should have been a movie. Mm-hmm. Just make it a movie. Or actually provide something more interesting earlier, uh, you know. Because Gaslit, it wasn't perfect. But I would put it in here over the dropout and inventing Anna and Pam and Tommy. Mm-hmm. I would definitely do that. I would put a very British scandal in here. I would certainly put the staircase in here over that. I mean, come on. We had one of the most memorable lines in TV history come out of Colin Firth's mouth. Just for that, I would nominate them. All right, let's let's get away from limited. Mm, all right, <laughs> supporting actress in a comedy series. Alex Borstein, the marvelous Miss Mrs. Maisel, Hannah Einbinder, Hacks, Janelle James, Abbott Elementary, Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live, Sarah Niles, Ted Lasso. Cheryl Lee Ralph. 
Abbott Elementary, Juno Temple, Ted Lasso, and Hannah Waddingham, Ted Lasso. I don't really mind a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Um, Hacks just really annoys me, and Hannah in particular, her character. Mm. I just wouldn't be able to nominate it. Mm-hmm. Like she's doing her job and all of that. I just I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like Alex Borstein does that character in Mrs. Maisel over and over again. Knows what she's doing, no problem. Always nominated, wins all of that. Kate McKinnon, a perennial favorite for SNL, got that understood. Um, the Ted Lasso stuff. I mean, it is the comedy category. So I guess you would pull from them. Do we need three nominees from Ted Lasso? Mm. Uh, two from Abbott Elementary, Cheryl Lee Ralph and Janelle James. I That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. They could have actually nominated more from Abbott Elementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one more teacher other than uh, the creator and star who is nominated in uh, the lead actress category, Quinta Brunson. I You could put her in here and pull you know one of the ted lasso people mm-hmm. i don't see why not pull hannah as far as i'm concerned as well i don't see why not um look i mean you could go to julia uh which was snubbed for some reason and pull some of the people from there mm-hmm. you know i mm-hmm. what's next all right next category we have whatever <laughs> So, we'll, we'll keep talking about it. Go yeah. <laughs> Supporting actor in a comedy series. Anthony Kerrigan. Barry. Brett Goldstein. Ted Lasso. Toheeb Jimo. Ted Lasso. Nick Muhammad. Ted Lasso. Tony Shalhoub. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Tyler James Williams. Abbott Elementary. Henry Winkler. Barry. And Bowen Yang. Saturday Night Live. Again, all the Ted Lasso's here. Mm. It's a lot. Um, you could cut one. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Who would you put in? Um, d- who I would definitely keep, though, is Brett. Mm-hmm. Who's also a writer on Ted Lasso and so on. Mm-hmm. I can't speak on Barry. Barry, I, I started when it first began and I couldn't continue. Not that I didn't like it. I just was like, okay. you know, mm-hmm. I know it's good. I know people like it. I get why you like it. But I can't speak on Anthony's nomination. Uh, Tony Shalhoub is always fun, uh, regardless of what he's in. Um, comedy, nominate him. Okay. Tyler, I get in Abbott. Um, you could pull the other male teacher in Abbott in here as well, as far as I'm concerned. Henry Winkler, we always know, is going to do a great job. Bowen in SNL. I mean, it's SNL, whatever. Um, but David Hyde Pierce for Julia, like, I mean, you tell me. <laughs> like, uh, like all, like again, you could sneak some of them in there. Did they even watch Julia? Not that it was great, but in the acting, you can't really fault it. Mm. What's next? Next category: uh, lead actor in a comedy series. Donald Glover. Atlanta. Bill Hader. Barry. Nicholas Holt. A great. Steve Martin and Martin Short. Uh, Only Murderers in the Building. 
and Jason Sudeikis. Ted Lasso. Yes. Um, Donald Glover. Up until this season of Atlanta, I liked it. Really, really liked it. Should he be an acting nominee? No. Should he be an acting nominee ever for what he's ever done? No. Not that it's bad. He does what he's supposed to do. But do you watch Atlanta and go, oh, that acting from Donald. Right, right. <laughs> like, where is Paperboy's nomination for supporting actor? Mm-hmm. That would make more sense. Or or Lakeith. That would make more sense in supporting actor for Atlanta. Donald Glover's nominated. Strange. He should be nominated in writing and so on. Mm-hmm. Um... For the rest, the only murders in the building, love, I mean, I don't get it. You know, I think people just want to watch something that's easy and breezy. That's what it is. Mm. It's like nice and easy to watch. Then they kind of chuckle. I don't find it funny. I think that the timing is completely off when I, I didn't make it past the first few episodes just because it didn't land. I was like, that didn't land. That joke did not land. Like literally in the setup and the execution, it's not right. The pace isn't right. It doesn't work. But okay, but I wouldn't put Steve and Martin in here at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and frankly, remember, you don't need to have all of these nominees. Some of these we can have two, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> and that's all you can find. <laughs> now, it, we, okay, so Donald Glover for Atlanta. All right, why not Larry David for Curb Your Enthusiasm? Mm-hmm. If there's a creator of, the, of a show who's acting that should be nominated, it would be him. Mm-hmm. Because really, he is the show. Like, without him, there is no show. That makes more sense. I could do Donald Glover in Atlanta, and it would still be fine. There would be no problem <laughs> in the show. No one would care. No one would miss me at all. I cannot, however, go in and do Larry David. Uh, <laughs> they would, it would, I mean, I could. But it would not be the same kind of show. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't. So see, this is the kind of thing we got to think about. Why isn't Larry David nominated? Why isn't Alan Tudyk nominated again for Resident Alien? Mm -hmm. Now, the second season of that show, which we've had the first half, isn't as good as the first season, but he is good. Mm -hmm. Certainly doing more than Donald. I'm sorry Mm -hmm. to to hit on Donald. It's, It's not hating. I think Donald does his job. It's just, come on. And Steve Martin and Martin Short over Alan Tudyk? And at first, producer, I was like, well, maybe it's because they split the second season. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. They nominated Stranger Things. They split mm-hmm. their season. Mm-hmm. And the second half came after May 31st mm-hmm. of this year. <laughs> What's next? I'm, I'm, I mean, Bill, great. I get Nicholas in the, in the great. Mm-hmm. I just can't watch the great. I don't find it funny. Jason Sudeikis, of course, for Ted Lasso. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Lead actress in a comedy series. Rachel Brosnahan. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Quinta Brunson. Abbott Elementary. Kaylee Cuoco. The Flight Attendant. Which means cook in Italian. Always love that Cuoco. <laughs> Elle Fanning. The Great. Issa Rae. Insecure. And Jean Smart. Hacks. Now, Gene Smart is the best thing about Hacks. Really, the reason to watch it. So, 
keep that. Rachel Brosnahan, of course, from Mrs. Maisel, been doing that rapid dialogue for how, however many seasons. Okay. She and Alex. Okay. You know. Quinta, I'm glad, is in here for Abbott Elementary. Um, does she have to be for acting? Not necessarily, but I don't mind it at all. Now, keep in mind, Quinta created Abbott Elementary, among other things. And if I'm going back to what I was talking about, Donald, I think she adds more as an actor than Donald does to the show. Um, Kaylee and the flight attendant. The flight attendant second season to me was just superfluous. Okay, mm -hmm. didn't need it. Mm -hmm. Gratuitous. Mm -hmm. Like once, once we have the whole, oh, there's a dead guy I woke up next to. How did it happen? Let me get down to the bottom of it. What show do you have? And Kaylee does Kaylee, but okay. Like it's a heavy lift for Kaylee. So that's why the nomination occurred. Ellen the Great. Okay, it's the Great. Again, I, I whatever. Like I don't mind the acting in the great. I just can't watch the show. It's like um, it's like a, it's like chocolate cake where the whole thing is chocolate, or chocolate cheesecake. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's like an extra. It's like we've gone a little too <laughs> far with it. Issa Rae and Insecure, as an acting exercise. Like now, unlike Donald. Sorry to go back to Donald. Insecure, is in Issa's DNA. Like it makes sense that. There's a nomination here from that perspective. Uh, however, would I nominate Issa in this season of Insecure? No, I wouldn't nominate Insecure any, for anything in this season. Earlier seasons, yes. This season, no. They ended on a dud. Mm. And I already talked about Jean. So um, I think that Sarah Lancashire as Julia Child and Julia is showing us that there are two routes that you can take when you're playing a real person, impersonation or acting. And if you do either well, it's going to work. Again, we always go to Jamie Foxx playing Ray Charles. That's You can't do a better impersonation. Just channeling the man. Mm -hmm. Or you get something like what, again, Sarah's doing for Julia. It's not, you're not going to go, oh, there's Julia Child. There's an essence of Julia Child. And I respect that. So, would I put her in lead actor actress in a comedy series? Yes, I don't really get why not. Mm. Okay, cool. And our next category, um, comedy series. Here we go. So Abbott Elementary. From ABC. Barry. From HBO. Curb Your Enthusiasm. HBO. Hex. HBO. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Amazon Prime Video. Only Murders in the Building. Hulu. Ted Lasso. Apple TV Plus. And What We Do in the Shadows. From FX. And What We Do in the Shadows. Mm. I appreciate it. It's just not something I'm going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. I even will kind of laugh at it when I see it. But it's I don't go, oh, What We Do in the Shadows. Let me go find it. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a Taika Waititi kind of thing. You know, for Taika, to me, it's kind of going back to that chocolate cheesecake. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let's do chocolate cake or a different kind of cheesecake. <laughs> we put it together like, you know, gets to be a bit much. Mm -hmm. Now, are we talking about chocolate like graham cracker crust? Or are we talking about chocolate covered cheesecake? Or are we talking about mixing the cocoa powder? In Remember, no, you got to separate the chocolate and the cheesecake. 
Oh. That's the issue. Mm. You know, like the Cheesecake Factory, you get that chocolate cheesecake. I'll tell you a little story, producer, <laughs> and then we'll move on. My brother and I, we used to go to the Cheesecake Factory and get the chocolate cheesecake. They even give you like the the like the chocolate like square with it. Okay. It's like really chocolatey. Uh-huh. And one day we were eating it and we looked at each other. We both stopped and was like, can't eat anymore. Literally, like, I don't even know. Same time and never have eaten it again. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I've actually so, never had the chocolate cheesecake. From, it from is the- a lot. I can imagine. Like, you you would probably eat about two or three bites and be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. Like you, not some other people. Mm-hmm. So, for this category... <laughs> Uh, would I change anything? I would put young Sheldon in here, even though I think that their uh, previous season had some issues, which I've talked about. They had some issues in trying to make things dramatic that didn't work. Um, but Hacks, to me, I, just not... Like, I made it through the first season, went into the second, and it's just... Uh, only Murders in the Building, I would take out um, Mrs. Maisel, the last season, I stopped watching during that season. It just wasn't doing anything for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would put young Sheldon in there for something. Julia, would I put that in there? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I get why it's not there as a series. Same thing for Resident Alien again for that. Mm. But even Ted Lasso's um, last season, it wasn't as good as the first. All right, what's next? All right. Up next, we have supporting actress in a drama series. Patricia Arquette. Of Severance. Julia Garner. Ozark. Jung Ho Yeon. Squid Game. Christina Ricci. Yellow Jackets. Rhea Seahorn. Better Call Saul. J. Smith Cameron. Secession. And Sarah Snook. Secession. And lastly, Sydney Sweeney. Euphoria. Hmm. I've talked about Ozark the last season, how I felt about it. I thought the first part was just cracking, as they say, across the pond until the last episode of the first part of that last season. I was kind of like, mm, we might be getting a little too loose here with the storytelling. And then the final part, they really got a bit too loose and it really centered around Julia's character. Now, I took Julia out of limited series for um, Inventing Anna. I think Julia is wonderful in this role, has won more than once for this role, doesn't need to be nominated this time. I was just watching it going, where's the growth? Where are we going with this character? It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. This character is annoying. Annoying. Um... The Squid Game nomination, they just watched Squid Game. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Not that this was bad acting. Um, that's what they watched. Mm-hmm. Again, they were on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Yellow Jackets, another Twitter Twitter show that people love um, on Twitter. I started watching this. I didn't care. Now, I get that there's this mystery. I, and, the, and the dual timeline... You know, but this is dramatic instead of being comedic, um, like we were talking about in the resort. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I just couldn't continue watching. I just, 
maybe I am missing something. Maybe it's something happens in like episode three or four where you go, oh, I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. uh, better call Saul. I, I... <laughs> I'm sure it probably has turned into something interesting. Mm -hmm. I watched into the second season and I couldn't anymore. Mm -hmm. Love Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Love Saul. Oh. <laughs> and Los Pollos Hermanos and everything else. <laughs> I don't have time to wait for Mike Urban Trout to show up. And, like, I don't care. <laughs> I would have been more interested in seeing him post Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, they, you know, critics love it. And whoever's watching it loves it. The, you know, people who do. And Rhea is a fine actor. I have no problem with that. But I can't comment other than saying I can't watch Better Call Saul. Um... Sydney and Euphoria, we're going to see this again when we get to uh, Zendaya. Euphoria, I watched what, like the first two episodes, something like that. Um, you know, it's teenagers on drugs and having sex and having all other kinds of problems. To me, that's easy to act. Mm -hmm. It's easy to play I'm drugged out and all of that other stuff. It's really easy. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, what? Like, it's so easy to do that. This <laughs> is so easy. It is not difficult. Because it's, it's purely physical. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, people recognize it. And already it makes your acting. You right. don't even have to land beats. You don't have to understand <laughs> thoughts. You can just play the feeling of it. Right. You know, you just... What? You know, you just do that. And people are like, oh my God. He's like, on something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've done it before. When I was in acting class, I've done it. And it was funny because someone in the audience reacted audible. I don't look at Johnson. I'm not doing anything. Not that Cindy is Cindy is a good actor. I think in The White Lotus, definitely. I can't comment on this season of Euphoria, but I, like, I'm not nominating Euphoria people for acting. Because I know how to do that. And I know it doesn't take much. Now, I know in this season, there is this brave scene and all of that that people are talking about. So maybe that's the reason behind it. Mm -hmm. I'd have to see it to comment. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that alone. I did want to talk about, though, you know, acting in this kind of teen show where everybody's, you know, loose and high or whatever else. It, it ain't that impressive. Um, now, would I add <laughs> anything to this? In the supporting actress category. Well, the good fight has an argument for some of that. They have an argument. Do I think that the last season of the good fight was great? No, but they certainly have an acting argument. Mm -hmm. The Gilded Age though, are you kidding? Mm -hmm. Are you telling me that Christine Baranski didn't deserve a nomination here? Hmm. Is that what you're like? Nothing from the Gilded Age? Nothing? No one? Hmm. What? Like that Lauren Hill song comes to mind. And nothing and no one will change it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's called Rebel. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Hmm. Even a mayor of Kingstown. I, 
I, you know, y'all do what y'all do. At least Patricia Arquette is in here for Severance. I will, I will <laughs> say that at least she's in here. You can nominate the other supporting actress in Severance, as far as I'm concerned, as well. Why not? What about the Pachinko people? Where are they? Mm. Where is Pachinko? Where is it? We don't know. We don't know. It got some like, you know, one of those uh, lesser categories, you know, we're saying that in quotes. Mm -hmm. A nomination there. It, it boggles the mind. Mm. What's next? <laughs> Not Pachinko. Um, supporting actor in a drama series. Nicholas Braun. Secession. Billy Crudup. The Morning Show. Kieran Culkin. Secession. Park Hai Su. Squid Game. Matthew McFadden. Secession. John Turturro. Severance. Christopher Walken. Severance. And Oh Young Soo. Squid Game. I talked about Squid Game. Why Squid Game and not Pachinko? Is a question I have. Since we're mm -hmm. pulling internationally. Mm -hmm. Because Pachinko wasn't on Twitter. <laughs> I like, look. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can you nominate acting from Squid Game? And I liked Squid Game. And not nominate one single person from Pachinko. It makes no sense. Mm. If you were to pay me a million dollars to do either show, I would choose Squid Game. Because it's easier. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, you take the easier gig. You just run around and like be scared or whatever. Easy. <laughs> Now, Billy is a perennial favorite from the morning show. I like Billy in the morning show, even though I don't like the morning show. I do get it. The succession people all deserve it. John Turturro and Christopher Walken, it would have been a crime against all of humanity from history to present to the future to not nominate them. So I'm glad that they are here. Mm hmm now, outside of that, if we go to the Gilded Age, take your pick. I mean, again, I, I don't, I'm confused. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, I leave it at that for now. Yeah, probably. Mm. But what, what, what's next? All right. Now we move on to lead actor. No, we don't. We move on to lead actress in the drama series. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Jodie Comer. Killing Eve. Laura Linney. Ozark. Melanie Linsky. Yellow Jackets. Sandra O. Oh. Killing Eve. Reese Witherspoon. The Morning Show. And Zendaya. Euphoria. <laughs> the morning. <laughs> the morning. <laughs> the morning show. 
Uh Reese Witherspoon. Love Reese Witherspoon. Uh Both what she does behind the camera and in front of it, Uh but not in the morning show. (laughs) It's not good acting. (laughs) There are some people who do good acting. Billy would be at the top of the list in that show, but it's not Reese. It's not Jennifer Aniston. Love Reese outside of that. Mm -hmm. The show is a mess. Um, the Killing Eve nominations are expected from Jody and Sandra. Wonderful actors, wonderful in their roles here. I didn't like the ending of Killing Eve. And to me, they overstayed their welcome. Mm. You tell me if they're doing anything new in this, in this season. It's just, how many seasons are they going to do this? <gasps> mm-hmm. Now, Laura Linney and Ozark, you better believe it. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. Okay, let's not play. Melanie Linsky, love Melanie, love her take on acting. It's in Yellow Jacket, so you know what I think about that. But Zendaya, I don't think it's bad in Euphoria. It's just I know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And by that, what I mean is I know how to do that easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that would be easy. <laughs> and then everybody go, oh, my God, you see what he did? I didn't do anything. <laughs> really went to the depths of his soul. <laughs> <laughs> All over Twitter. I know Gen Zers are going, oh my God, who's who cancel him? Oh, get him. <laughs> what are they talking about? It's the greatest thing ever. It's so deep and you you old people don't understand. Yes, we do. <laughs> we have seen it. It's just fashion. Like it always happens with uh, the teenage generation. There is always, for us, it was kids. Right. For us, it was kids, which started this. Mm-hmm. Y'all, mm-hmm. Euphoria people, started this. <laughs> That's how we got Chloe Sevigny and Rosario Dawson and so on. That started their career when they were teenagers that long ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I get it. I'm not telling you not to watch Euphoria. I'm not telling you not to like it. I'm not even telling you that it's not worthwhile to certain people. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, this is easy acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's the kind of acting where you go, oh, I'm going to get nominated because <laughs> it's going to look great. They have all of the stuff going on. I- I'm going to leave them alone, though. Because it's not, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's funny. Uh-huh. You know. Um, but would I add anything else here? The Good Fight. Christine Baranski in there. Again, it, to me, it's another snub. She should have been nominated for the Gilded Age. She should have been nominated for this. I mean, I don't quite get it. Someone can explain that to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I do get it. Why am I saying that? I do get it. Of course I do. They don't watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't watch it. <laughs> that's, that's what explains it. Not enough people. Uh, even if we go back to uh, supporting actress for uh, the Gilded Age, where's Cynthia Nixon? I don't get it. Like they're done. Dyna- it's whatever. I'm moving on from that. Um, I think that Katrina Balfe for Outlander could be nominated here. Mm-hmm. I don't see why not. Sing me a song of a lass that is gone. Mm. Why not? I mean, she's carrying the show along with old boy. 
a co-star. Mm-hmm. Sam Hewen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pachinko, do I have to go through that again? <laughs> do I have to go through it again? I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I talked about that category enough. Now we're doing what? Lead actor? Lead actor in a drama series. Jason Bateman. Ozark. Brian Cox. Succession. Lee Jung-jae. Squid Game. Bob Odenkirk. Better Call Saul. Adam Scott. Severance. And Jeremy Strong. Session. Saying that like Oprah. Strong. <laughs> I don't mind this category. Yeah? I really don't. Um, I love Bob as Saul. I can't watch Better Call Saul, but I know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just watch him and nobody. Like that movie. Oh, like, nobody, yes. Did you see that producer? I did. <laughs> I love it. Bob, there are certain actors where they're always going to be good because they're in their bodies, they're landed, they're settled. Watch him play somebody who's strung out. Now that would be interesting. Because mm. it would be more than. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I don't mind him here. Uh, you know, Lee Jung Jae and Squid Game. Okay, fine. Like, if you're going to nominate anybody from the acting category, uh, from the actors of Squid Game, that makes sense. Mm. It would be him. I actually probably would nominate him in this case, just because he had a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Bateman, just like Laura Linney, that would be, that's the reason to nominate Ozark for this final season to me. The two of them, that's the reason. Thank you very much. Of course, Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong for Succession. Every time they're nominated they should be because it's not they actually do something where you go in this season there's something here that mm-hmm. added to what they did in the previous season mm-hmm. it's great acting mm-hmm. great acting from two different styles of acting it's very nice to see that brian cox is not going through all of this stuff to do no acting <laughs> give me the script let's land these lines and let's move forward Jeremy Strong is doing everything you can to act. Mm-hmm. But it works. There's some actors that do the most, as they say. And it works, like Daniel Day-Lewis, Jeremy, and there are others who do the most, and it doesn't. But I won't name them. I'm being kind. <laughs> and Adam Scott and Severance. Severance, to me, is one of the best shows mm. that has come in recent memory. I watched it twice. Okay. One of the best. Is it perfect? No, but it is. The idea is great. The execution is largely impeccable. I, yes. Mm-hmm. And his ending moment. So I don't mind this at all. I think that mayor of Kingstown, uh, Jeremy Renner, he could be nominated too. I know that they aren't going to watch mayor of Kingstown. They're not going to appreciate Mayor of Kingstown, it is an anti-Twitter kind of show. Not that it's against Twitter itself. Twitter would be against this show. Mm-hmm. Just go look at the critical reviews. And interestingly, if you look at any reviews that come after the entire show, some of those people are responsible critics. Mm-hmm. There was one in particular, I was like, mm-hmm, you watched the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you weren't just thinking about, oh, what's the right thing to say on Twitter? 
I'm mm. coming to Twitter today, on I see. Elon, my Mike. least favorite uh, social media platform, hmm. and I hate them all equally. <laughs> this is my least favorite. <laughs> this is the bottom of the bottom of Twitter. I hate it. I hate Twitter. I do. I hate it. Oh my gosh. <sighs> um, but um, yeah, that that's that. I just you know, I don't get it. Even my brilliant friend. Mm. Uh, this season, I didn't talk about that for lead actress. How are none of them? Why is Squid Game, but not Pachinko, not my brilliant friend? I don't get it. Because mm-hmm. y'all didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. You watched Squid Game because it popped up on your Twitter feed. I thought <laughs> that's what happened. Ooh, what's this show? Mm. What's next? <laughs> oh, well, okay. We're almost out of here. Good. I'm so funny. Out of their misery. <laughs> <laughs> this fool. Cancel him. <laughs> get rid of him. Tar oh, feather him. Well, Pachinko might want to support though. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and my brilliant friend, Mayor oh, Hingstown, yeah. they're going to come for me for mentioning that one. What about the Gilded Age and Evil? Yeah. The Good Fight. Huh? I mean, uh, look. We'll, let, we'll talk more. I'm yeah. Sorry producer what's the <laughs> drama series better call Saul from amc euphoria hbo ozark netflix severance apple tv squid game netflix stranger things netflix <laughs> succession hbo and yellow jackets showtime Stranger Things can go. Mm. Yeah. It can go. Mm. Entertaining enough. Eh, you know. Does that need to be nominated? No. For what? Mm-hmm. Some special effects? <laughs> it's like, all right, it's cool. It's not what it was. Those first two seasons, that's Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I know that song, you know, running up the hill, whatever else that people are enjoying. These youngins who've never heard it before in, in the show. <laughs> but it was on Twitter. <laughs> so they watched it. <sighs> I already talked about Yellow Jackets. Um, I wouldn't nominate that. I wouldn't nominate Stranger Things. I don't even watch Better Call Saul to nominate it. Euphoria, again, mm. Ozark, I wouldn't nominate for this final season either. Nope. So that leaves Severance, Squid Game, Succession. That's what I would leave. That's what you would leave. Okay. That's what I would leave. Yes, Squid Game should be in this uh, for drama series. Severance, definitely. And Succession, definitely. Like, that is definite. Mm-hmm. All the S's. Yes. Incidentally. Now, Pachinko can go in here. Right. Why not? I don't understand. Let me take... Okay. You could put evil in here as well. If we want a fun drama series that's interesting and iterative, where you're always going, what are they going to do next? If the third season is going on now, they could have nominated the second season. Why not? Mm-hmm. There's a life to that show. Okay? When you watch it. Mm-hmm. Plus, I always like to watch shows where the writing doesn't sound like people on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, that's one of the good things about Abbott Elementary and comedy. 
they don't write it like Twitter speak. Mm -hmm. They sound like people to me. Mm -hmm. That's what I like. I hate it when I'm watching a show and I go, did you just read that tweet? Like, mm. who talks like this in real life? Some of the most insufferable bores on the planet. That's who. <laughs> just people where you go, oh, really? Do I have to deal with them? I don't even know what to say around this person. That kind of thing. If I say the wrong word, I might, you know, <laughs> I might lose my job. Mm. So, just to mention some shows I haven't mentioned before. 1883, the Yellowstone prequel, I didn't hate. I mean, mm. this is the greatest thing ever. No, but most of the stuff isn't. I don't see why this is not in there. They were responsible. Mm. I mentioned the Gilded Age and the Good Fight and Mayor of Kingstown. Uh, you tell me what better experience of a show you've had, a drama on television than Mayor of Kingstown. Arresting television. Talked about my brilliant friend Outlander. You could put in here as well. I don't see why not. There was only one dud, dud episode to me from that last season, instead of several duds from mm -hmm. other shows that are nominated. <laughs> Already mentioned Pachinko and Severance is nominated. Great. Slow Horses, another Apple TV Plus show. Why isn't that nominated for any single thing? Is it perfect? No, but it's better than some of this stuff. And where's Gary Oldman? Going back to lead actor, where is Gary Oldman? I don't know if you put him in lead or supporting. It don't matter. Shoes off. Socks with holes in on the table. Gary Oldman. <laughs> uh, even if we want to really go there, Vikings Valhalla was better experienced than some of this stuff. <laughs> and people are going, what? Yes. I'd rather watch that. Who taking American Saga? A complete mess of a season. It was better than a lot of this stuff. <laughs> but they didn't watch it. Mm. Hmm. We're done. All right. All right. There you have it, guys. Right, so, Say it again. They got some of it right, though. Let's end on a great note. Yeah. We got a few things exactly right. Yeah. It seems like it we're, was we're the Twitter fun. nexus of good <laughs> stuff where they meet that Venn diagram. Twitter has a circle and good has another. Where they co coincide. That's where we get the right nominations. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Till next time. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.